live from behind enemy lines in Washington, D.C. It's game day with the Dallas Cowboys. We've got the latest news, rumors, and opinions all wrapped up with our own brand of biased, brainless, blithering, sure to drop your sports IQ by at least 20 points. Game day is on the air. And welcome to game day and the biggest news of the week for the Dallas Cowboys and maybe even in the NFL Overall is the fact that uh, we did sign Dak Prescott to a four-year contract this week. So, guys, how big of a deal is this? Oh my God. Michael, you think they'd be morons? They're morons. Welcome to Moronland. We have to win now. Now, it's now. Yeah? It's now or it's now. It's now. <laughs> oh, because in, in, in two years, oh, do you know what our cap hit is for him? Uh-huh. $44.2 million. That's true. And, and in year how- 447.2. So here's the thing, though. Boys. Here's here's the good point about that is that after two years, if he does not pan out, we can get out of this contract for only 20-some million dollars. How so? How so? Yeah, Spain. well, then why did we sign him if we were thinking about getting out of it? Well, exactly, Michael. You tell him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> we can cut him today and it'll cost us $72 million, but that's all right. Yeah, there you go. We'd be better off. No, Mike, a couple dad. years from now, no, you, would, you, you say that, but a couple years from now, the market for quarterbacks is going to be through the roof. Everybody knows that. Um. Well, here's you, you simply can't take a franchise quarterback and let him go, and he and he is. And I mean, where where are we going to go? I mean, if you let right. Dak Prescott That's walk, it. right? You, where are you going to go? There's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. No, exactly. Nowhere to go. Um, and then all of us fans would go crazy because, like, my goodness, we should have signed him. But I mean, he's expensive. But we all knew that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. So what I've got is, uh, did any of you guys uh, hear the big press conference today? No. Okay. No. Well, I did, and I recorded it, and I snipped out some parts of it that we're going to talk about, okay? Okay. And I have, if we get to all of them, which we may not because we've got a lot to talk about, actually. But the first one here is uh, they're asking Dak, did you know the deal was close? So I'm going to play that, and then we're going to respond to each one of these bites after I play it, okay? Okay. Here we go. You know, I knew things were getting close. I I guess that's my Native American in me or something, but I was feeling it. Uh, (laughs) And Todd called me to give me an update of just how things are going and how how close. And him and Steve are talking on the same page. And I said, you know what? Uh, I said, I was in the training room this morning working on my leg, and I'm going to be there again tomorrow. So uh, I'm not really worried about that. I don't want to get too excited. Uh, When God's timing is for me, it'll be for me. Um, And then Monday, as I said, I don't know if it's – uh, my feelings are not. I texted him. I said, hey, just shoot me a text. Give me an update. And sure enough, he calls me uh, and has to tell me the update. But at that point, I kind of felt it was really good. As I said, I've had belief in the Cowboys and Todd, uh, Steve and Jerry, both of getting something done. And um, I felt it. And sure enough, a couple hours later, Todd called me and I was pretty much done. At that point, uh, it's behind me. It's behind me. And if anything, that's that's what it's more about is free headspace. Get that behind me. I don't have to dodge y'all's questions or, uh, you know, hide from y'all on that point and i can just move forward and worry about winning and winning a super bowl okay so what we're going to do is we're going to get you to comment on that first jeffrey and we'll get the hater to comment second <laughs> well you know you can you can tell the enthusiasm he you know he wants to be a cowboy for life there's no he's that type of a guy he's very loyal right great leader but i'm going to tell you uh, th- this leg thing he mentioned that in that that little yes blurb there and and that is worrying me um, it's, it seems to me that his leg is not 100% and we're in mid-March. At, well, you know, at this point, it's not going to be. And he did. Right. He said, um, let me find here because I've got this uh, information down. Uh, he says that he is, Prescott says he's close to being 100% ready for football activities. So I don't expect him to be in full activities when training camp or even uh, uh, rookie camp starts. I don't expect him to start really full-time practicing until a couple weeks before preseason starts. Comments? Mm. If we have a preseason. Well, we're going to get into that too. We've got a lot to talk about here. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to this next soundbite. And this one is... um, they're asking Dak if he thinks that this, uh, the whole thing, this deal that that he signed now, 
is going to create any pressure for him. So here he is, uh, because obviously because of the money. Here it is. No, not for me. Pressure is privilege, uh, and I'm privileged to have it. I'm privileged to, uh, that, that, that this organization, they believe in me. They put their faith in me. Um, but, but as I said, if you know me, you know who I am. I walk every day with the faith and, and what I believe in, and my expectations are so, so high. Uh, I believe my expectations for myself are higher than anybody's out there. Um, but all this contract does is raise those expectations for everyone else. And um, I think when higher expectations creates higher results. Uh, uh, so I'm all for it. Um, I'm excited. As I said, it's a privilege uh, to have this pressure, if y'all want to call it. But I'm just excited to go out there and do what I can. And as I said, I'm getting back healthy. That's the most um, exciting thing about it all. Okay, Mr. Dak Hader, does this create pressure for him? Of course it does. <laughs> That's a slam dunk, easy, simple thing. Because uh, now, he has, now, now there's no more ifs, ands, or buts. He knows where he is. And, uh, you know, this is... I mean, he can pass it off, but I don't think he is that type of guy. I think he he, he owns his mistakes, um, so I don't I, I don't have any problem with his credibility. I don't have any problem with him. Yeah, I just think the money is just outrageous and stupid for a franchise. But whatever. All right, I mean, Jeff. It's not my money. Jeff, counter. Uh, you know, you know, when I used to coach and I used to tell my son when he played ball, and this is just how I feel about it. I've always felt this way when I was involved in athletics. Um, you know, I always tell people, say, look, what would you rather do? Be shooting. You know, I don't know, getting up, I'll just use this example, getting up with bases loaded or spinners in second and third, your team's trailing by one, it's bottom of the ninth, two outs in the World Series, you're facing Roger Clemens or whatever, right? Or would you rather be watching that game and your team finished 25 games out of first place with no pressure? I mean, to me, winning and pressure is where you want to be. Hand and in I hand. just love his attitude. I, I think he's got the perfect attitude. Your pressure means you're winning. And that's where it's all at. Okay. Next up, we've got number three soundbite here. And this is a reaction from teammates from him uh, signing the deal. So what we'll do is we'll play this and get the reactions from you guys. Yeah, just excitement. Uh, that's probably was one of the best things is coming in the next day and just watching all my teammates come in with their different reactions. And um, it's been great. I mean, as, as you're in that training room, a lot of injured guys this past year, right? So you're coming in there, you're busting it each and every day. And those guys know what I put into it. I know they know what they put into it. Um, so to I say for, for, for this to be done, it's just uh, reassuring to everybody of where this organization is going to go um, and just that we have the pieces here and we've just got to refine them and, and, and go be better. All right. Here we go. All right, Mike. Now, here's the thing um, that, that I kind of <laughs> have to agree with Jeff on, and, and I'm not a huge Dak fan, but there are some things about Dak Prescott that I really like. One is his leadership. Yeah. So uh, a big point, or a big plus is the fact that, you know, these guys will play for him. This team will play for him. Comment. No, no, I definitely think so. I think he's he's I think he's uh probably the right man for the job in this particular thing. You know, bleeds uh, cowboy blue or whatever you want to call it, silver and blue, whatever. And um I think he uh is a good fit, everything. Again, um, you know, he can only do so much. It's a team sport, so if they don't pick up on defense and that's my whole problem. I mean, they can go sign a couple of guys this year, but in a couple of years, they're up against it. So, right, Jeff. No, I just think he's a winner, and and, and you know, I mean, and you know, people keep talking. About, well, what does he want? Well, I mean, okay, but I mean, Dak Prescott. You guys know when he's in the game, there's a presence. He has a presence on the field. There is no doubt about it. I have a, right. I have a lot of confidence when he's running the show. He has the ball in his hands. There's 50 seconds left in the game. I feel we have a great chance of winning the football game. He's done it a lot. I think he did it the most, didn't he, in his first few years in the league as a quarterback mm -hmm. with late comebacks. This guy gets it done, and you, you got to be able to win in the last two minutes of football games in the NFL. you got to be able to put that pressure comes on. He responds to it beautifully. The team likes him. Um, no, I, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm just really happy he's with us. Okay. So what was his on-field distraction as far as tragedy, tragedy goes? Didn't he lose a brother or something? Yes. Brother died, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not, uh, I, I did know why, but right now I'm not familiar with what the cause was. But here he is in this next sound bite, right. and he is uh, talking about off field distractions and problems. So here we go with our next bite. Yeah, I mean, it was tough, but when you have an amazing support system, uh, as I said, uh, as I do, 
that, that allows everything to become easier. Uh, you have people to lean on, you have people to talk to, you have people to count on. Uh, and and that, that's, that's what, if you're dealing with mental health or you have something that is a struggle, that's what you have to do. You have to be vulnerable, you have to talk, and uh, I just have an amazing support system that I'm able to do that with, whatever it is. And um, from for that, I wouldn't say I was ever any down or any of ever in a position. I mean, obviously, when you're watching a football game and you have to elevate your leg, that's tough because that's what you love to do most. That's your passion, and there's nothing you can do about it. But um, I think that calluses your mind as well, and that 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 just motivates you, inspires even more. That when you get that opportunity, when you get back out there, not to take anything for granted. So, uh, yeah, just thankful for my supporting cast that I never got there. Okay, calluses his mind. I want to write that. Down. It's a beautiful line. I like that line. Callous my mind. All right. Mike? <laughs> yes. Counter that, buddy. Counter that. That gator. <laughs> Week three, broken leg, dead on the field, game over, 44 million. See you later. Season over forever. Thank oh, you. God. God. What the ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
we've got a really great offensive series of weapons. We have to take care of the offensive line, but let's be honest. The offense should be, and it was before he got hurt, it should be elite, and it's going to be, okay? Um, defensively, that's where our problem is, but that offense is going to purr, especially when we get Collins back. Oh, man, I'm telling you. It's going to be a nightmare for teams next year. Trust, yeah, man, okay. I can't wait for that. I think this We're going next, to lose 47 to 46. I think this next soundbite is, I think it's Jerry Jones talking to him about making the best decisions for the future of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry. Let's see if that's what it is. We got as good a feel as anybody how to do this thing financially. Do we make all right decisions? Of course not. But we got a hell of a feel for what to look at. Been spending a lot of time doing it, 30-something years. Made a lot of trades. Made a lot of decisions. Some of them worked better than others, but made a lot of decisions doing this, and that was all taken into consideration to get here. It's not as simple as Dak wins, Jerry wins, Cowboys win. Let me tell you one thing. The Cowboys won today. They won today. And I'm excited about this future, and that's what we're all interested in is the future. Okay, Mike. Uh Talk about <laughs> mediocre and uh, average. Uh, I think I think the average comes in with our owner. What do you think? <laughs> when this guy opens his mouth, I just want him to shut it. Because I mean, how? What? What could you possibly? He's done nothing but destroy this franchise. Other, I mean, he made it a wealthy franchise. I have to admit that. Mm-hmm. But he's done nothing but taken Jimmy Johnson team and destroyed it, and then tried to reach the same situation. Bill Parcells came in, started to save us. He said, "No, I want to put." Terrell Owens on this team, and Bill said adios, and we went in a tank within one year. Bye-bye. So, this guy, whatever he just said with that, uh, it means zero. He has no credibility. If it's if he made the choice, it's usually the wrong choice. We could add Menzel on our team, okay? That's all I gotta say. Hmm. Did he just drop the mic? <laughs> oh yeah, Mike. Yes, he. Mike just dropped the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I, I think this is where our me- mediocrity is, and I think that every year that the Dallas Cowboys move past Jer- uh, Jimmy Johnson is another year that we put more evidence in the pot that Jimmy was the reason we won those Super Bowls. But okay, but you know, sometimes you got <laughs> sometimes you got to just step back a little bit because you, you got to remember, guys, it's the Cowboys, right? And everybody either loves them. Or really hates them. And if you're a Cowboy fan, you get you hear a lot of the hate, like a lot of the down. So I'm looking at this team, okay? And let's go back to 2000. I'm just looking at the records here. 2014, since 2014. You tell me if this is if this sounds like a really bad organization to you. 2014, we go 12 and 4. 2015, we went 4 and 12. I can't remember what happened that year, but that was probably. 2016, we go 13 and 3. Next year, 9 and 7. The year after that, 10 and 6. Then eight and eight. And then you know the last season we just had, we went six and ten. Okay. That doesn't look to me. That's a twelve win, a thirteen win, a ten win season, a nine win season. Average it out. Uh, that's not. That's not. Eight, and then a bunch of eight and eight seasons. Yeah. Average it um, out. Average yeah, those out, and I think you're going to find that best is probably around nine and seven. That's kind of average. And and we get to play the Giants, the football team, and the Eagles twice a year. So there you go. Yeah, and we still lost. <laughs> and we still lose. So we get oh six goodness. free games a year, and we still can't win. I'm on board with <laughs> with uh, with a lot of it, but uh, yeah, I mean, we do have our problems. I think part, most of the problem that we have is Jerry Jones. Yeah. You know, but uh, what are you going to do about that? He owns the damn team. Does anybody think that since he had his facelift, that he looks like Skeletor? <laughs> Y'all know who Skeletor is, right? He Man. Yeah, He Man. Right. Well, <laughs> that's been like his ambition. Like, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what he wants to look like. Yeah, Skeletor. That's right. <laughs> All right. So I always next... go back to I always go back to uh, I'm a Yankee fan, and uh, Yankees when Steinbrenner took over, you know, he stepped in crap, and he was the first person to do free agency. So right. he bought up all the talent, made the team good. But then once the rest of the league caught on. And they started, other teams started buying free agency. We couldn't win anything because you need to win with rookie and, you know, free agent talent. And once he actually got suspended and he let be, uh, baseball player, uh, baseball people determine the fate of the, the franchise, 
we started on the trend to win and then he stepped back and that was it and uh you know they won 16 out of 17 years and uh made the playoffs which is something you know and i think it's the same thing here jerry just needs to go away doesn't have to die or anything doesn't have to give up the team <laughs> well that's mighty nice of you hey you don't, <laughs> he just you don't have to, to die and he just needs to step back and let hire a real gm hire a real you know what i'm saying and let a coach be a coach and not just a puppet of him yeah here is bite number nine and this is dak talking about uh being at the facility actually it's uh it's jerry and him talking about dak being at the facility all off season long here it is well, I'll, I'll speak to the latter question. It was it was immensely important, and of course, we were not necessarily uh, going through uh, this year, uh, COVID, etc. Uh, we were also struggling on the field, and to have Dak there uh, every day, I know Coach McCarthy counted on him, talking to him to get the pulse of the team. Uh, our leaders on our team were uh, obviously uh, having long visits with Dak, and you know, just showed me and Jerry all the more how special he is and how many boxes he really does check. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he's our partner. Okay, so if nothing else, Mike, he is dedicated. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't take it. But what what leaders are coming to talk to Dak? I just want to know, what cowboy leaders did we have last year? Tell, None. Tell me that again. None. I mean, we didn't. We didn't. What a sham show of a Christmas tree. Oh, my goodness, Christmas. <laughs> Mike. I mean, I, I, you know, hey. <laughs> Uh, they've paint everything rosy totally red and call it totally happy ashamed. new year's every day of our lives these i don't even know how to answer that because i kind of you're right there's there's no one i was gonna say wait a minute what about zeke no he's a fat bastard sean lee was a leader last year sean lee's always a leader but you know right. i gotta play to be a leader well i mean i'm just saying i, I mean you i know. saw players on the sideline rallying around him he, he was a leader i don't know that he was in the weight room because he's not a cowboy anymore mm. yeah um, I thought they had COVID. I thought they weren't allowed in the, co- in the in the not in Texas. Oh right, right. Yeah, it's a COVID free. That's a COVID free zone. It's a free zone. COVID COVID right. doesn't attack in yeah, Texas. You, you, you go from Arizona and Mexico, just step over. You're good. So good. let's see. Our next one here is number ten, and this is Dak talking about what it was like hearing all the flack about the deal and how it needed to be done, or as some would say, how it needed to not be done. Yes. And this is uh, like a, the hater mic. <laughs> yeah, I control by control. Uh, I didn't watch the TV that was on. Um, if one of you asked me, I've over the last few years told y'all no comment, respectfully. Um, so I've intentionally moved those conversations out of my headspace because, as I said, that had nothing to do with my decision to become better and to get better each and every day. And all I was going to do is become a distraction. Uh, so, as I said, I mean, my family knows, my friends know that was never um, anything that I allowed to, to, to be a conversation really in my head. And it's all to me it's just about focusing on getting better and winning and I knew if I did that I controlled what I could that I had faith that this would get done and it's just unfortunate times that, that your name can be thrown in this you can be painted to be this guy this guy when all you're worried about is what you can control to be the best you can uh, so I was so there was times that you hear certain things that you're like that's far far-fetched from who I am or what I believe in or what I stand by but um, I'm control what I control and they'll see it at the end of who I am and what it's about and um, just excited as I said to get this done and to move forward and to have that behind us and to go in. Okay, Jeff. So is he going to be able to hold off, you know, that that head drain that he's going to have about hearing this? Because there are a lot of people that really don't want that to be the Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Is that going to affect his confidence? No. He, I, I, what I was worried about, if you listen to what he was saying there, and I think we talked about this in the last show, I'm not positive about that, but what I, what I foresaw what was going to happen is that we're going to franchise this guy. And then all next year during the season, it was all going to be a and the sign is going to become a free agent. That, I think, would have had a negative impact on him. People doubting this guy and everything else, and I, I, that motivates this cat. And I just think he, you know, I think that's the wrong. If you want to motivate him, just keep telling him that he can't do it. And he's going to, he's going to show you he's just that type of guy. I love the guy. I love players with that type of attitude. And, and he has. I just love the attitude. I really do love the attitude of that guy. Mike? Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a thing. Thank God it's over. And um, I think it would have been an issue all year long about it, or at least up to it, because they had until like July 13th or something in that neighborhood. And then they couldn't sign him until he was definitely a free agent, so, or they had to franchise him again. So, uh, 
So, so and they were never going to franchise for the third time. It's just, just too astronomically high. Right. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Have, have we been, been able, able to find Zeke? Zeke? Is he in Cancun? <laughs> <laughs> What's his thoughts on that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Zeke can't find his own penis if he's looked down. <laughs> he's having COVID parties. He's gonna look like yeah, he's gonna look like Terry Bradshaw, but much younger. He's coming he's out with that type of frame. Yeah, he's coming out with a new line of his bitch shirts. Who does he have them? Oh, it's all of those. Yeah, we like, yeah, look real pretty in the back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's uh, number eleven, and then after this, we're done talking about this one. We're gonna take a break. Uh, number eleven is Jerry talking about it. And I know you guys are wondering too. And we have actually saved a lot of money with this deal with that. And we'll read that off later after we're done these bites. But uh, they're asking if there's any pie left for the defense. Because as we all know, that defense needs a lot of help. So here this is talking about that. Uh, there's left. Uh, we've, we've got our plans. Uh, and uh, I'll assure you there's left. Uh, that is all. That's a big part. Uh, you have to uh, uh, sometimes think, uh, well, times are going to get better. Do I see a more promising economic future for the NFL? Maybe than others. Okay, I've seen that said. This tells you all you need to know about what you think about the future of the NFL. This says that loud and clear. Okay, so he says we've got pie left to pay the defense. So what's the first thing we need to do with the defense, Mike? Oh, I don't know. Get a defense? Get a defense. I'm not, I'm not too uh, – I don't see where he's going to do a lot of things. I mean, the cap's what – what they say the cap was 182.5 million? Yeah, the cap has gone down about 8% or 10%. It's 182.5. It's been reduced down to that from uh, 198.2. So, yeah. 92 to uh, 82 to 98 is almost. Are we over it now? No, we're, we're, no, we're not. I don't think we're right at it. No, I think we're under. We and we're going to go through some of those numbers a little later because I've got okay. those details here as well. But uh, I think we were okay. I think we're okay. And if you had asked me that a month ago, I said, "Oh my God, we're in trouble." Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, and Jerry. Uh, he's actually pretty good with the money. He's, he, he has a tendency to get in trouble with it, but he also knows how to get out of it. Yeah, you can just pay people to go away. Go, go away. Yeah. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Which is could give somebody ten million to go away. Go away. <laughs> I mean, we pay well. Fred, I, this is what I don't understand. Travis Frederick, the center, right? He he retired because of uh, uh, you know issues, right? <laughs> We still get hit with his cap, with his with his with his uh, dead money. It's, uh, we're still getting, we're paying him six point six five million dollars. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive for a guy that quit two years ago. You know, and I'm amazed that I, I guess I don't know how he's still getting paid because if he retires, that kind of spoils the contract. Right. That's what I mean. I mean, it's not a football injury. That that was a disease that came on outside of playing football. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I understand, you know, with McCoy, they got him, you know, after he got hurt. And so I can understand taking that cat number because that's the way it was designed. But, you know, I don't understand the Frederick number, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Anything to add to that, Jeff? No, I'm just going to some of the free agents and stuff that we, we might be able to grab. There's, there's actually a lot of pretty good free agents. Mm-hmm. And um, that's going to flood the market. There's, there's quite a few that are going to be in the that are in the market that are pretty good. Um, I think that they'll. I don't think Dallas will reach for some of that, but they may, there's a good chance they'll have some pretty good players left over after those guys sign. So I like the idea. Of, you know, we'll probably get some pretty decent players um, if we need them in certain positions. But you know, probably not going to get that that big time player. Right. Okay. When we come back, we'll just uh, continue this discussion and talk about a few other things as well that might be interesting. So stick around. We'll be right back with game day with the Dallas Cowboys. Are you an NFL freak? Do you like sports gaming? If so, visit us at PayYourFootball.com. We've got the latest NFL news and gaming leagues. If you're into great graphics and great competition, sign up for our own Madden NFL League online since 2000. 
with the Dallas Cowboys, and once again, we're going to go to our list of sound bites and talk about uh, uh, 
know, the, 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 the roses and, and gold that they spun uh, out of this thing today. Was it today? I think it was today. So anyway, um, I was listening to it. I think it was live. So anyway, this next soundbite is, uh, can you build around that? And I think this is Jerry Jones. And we'll listen to this. I'm convinced that based upon what I know about the future financially, I'm convinced we can put together a team around Dak. And we've got the makings. We've got a great coach, a great coach that would have left, left this place, figuratively maybe left this place, had Dak not been sitting here. <laughs> but seriously, it's such a, such a believer in what Dak can do with our team at this key at this key position. And so we've got a great makings of a team here. We do have some viability. We're going to have to be clever and quick uh, to make this thing work as the months go by here, but we can do it. All right. Now this is for Mike. This question is for Mike. Mike, can they build a Super Bowl caliber team around that Prescott? He's muted. Oh, he's muted. Okay. Well, he needs to unmute. I'll give you that same question. Yes. Okay, there you go. They can, uh, they can do it. They just got a smaller window now. That's all. Okay. They got two years, I'd say. Maybe, maybe if they're close to third year, but then they have to trash this team and start over. Okay. Let me ask you why you think it's only two years. Because the tax salary becomes, you know, it's hit against the cap becomes pretty hard to manage at 44 million. Well, that may be true, but at the same time, they are uh, predicting that the salary cap of the NFL is going to balloon in a year or two because of the new television deals that's coming up. But a lot of time. A lot of So we will. Jeff, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, no, no. Uh, you know, look, if we don't know, if we can, you know, well, you can comment on Jerry Jones all, all you want, but the reality of it is uh, Jerry Jones and his impact on the decision-making in the NFL is enormous. Um, I don't want to say that he runs the NFL, but in a lot of ways he does. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are the franchise in the NFL, and uh, if he's saying those types of things, uh, he knows stuff about that, and, and, and I think he's probably going to be spot on with money expanding in the future. I think that if there's anything that Jerry Jones knows about involved with football at all, it is certainly not the play calling. It's not the talent or anything like that. It's the money. If there's anything he knows about. So I don't worry too much about Jerry as long as he's alive. And Stephen, I think Stephen is too. I think their strength is the money. Do they get us in trouble once in a while? Yes, they do. But they get us out of it pretty quickly if you've paid attention over the years. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty slick with the money. That's just, I mean, it's just obvious. Um, you know, regardless of the franchise, it is what it is. I think it's the most valued franchise in sports, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, come on, you know, you got, and that doesn't just happen. Oh, here's a tidbit, and I don't know if this is on um, any of these sound bites or not, but here's the thing. Are you all aware that Jerry Jones paid more to Dak Prescott for this deal than he did when he bought the damn team. No. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, amazing. Amazing. That is amazing. And I think it is touched on. We'll see about that. And here is the next bite, uh, number 13. Jerry, do you like where you are financially? Here we go. Financially, uh, I like where we are. I like where we are. We've got something we can do. Uh, and we're, we're going to be able to do it. As you all know, if I uh, uh, just open the books and let everybody spend what they're going to spend, you know who'd be the leader in the back there. <laughs> so that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. But uh, we've got some guys that uh, are, are circumcising the fly, and that's so to speak. But uh, the bottom line is we've got it down to the nitty-gritty. We really do. We've down to the nitty-gritty. This isn't. Some kind of swing for home runs or whatever. We figured this as good as you can figure it as far as how we move on from here over the next months and years ahead. Okay, Mike, when, when's the last time you tried to circumcise a fly? That was quite a lie. Some great lines here tonight. Yeah, wow. Very tiny knife. Very tiny knife. Very good at glasses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I'm at, uh, looking at the cap. We have 818,000 under the cap right now. I mean, we could be as bad as the Rams. Rams are negative 41 million. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. But I mean, look, we're, we're still going to get further under the cap. We're still going to restructure, and we're, we're going to talk about some of the restructures here when we get done. So what we're going to do is continue moving along here. Uh, that was um, 13, so number 14 here is uh, Dak. Most important thing about this deal, so here's Dak talking about that. Um, just to trust in the people, uh, my agent and the Cowboys are getting something fair for both sides done. Um, I've never played this game for money. Uh, money, if, if you can go to where I'm from and you see where I'm now, money has never been a motivation. Money has never been anything that I wake up for in the mornings. Uh, I'm completely, um, essentially motivated and inspired, if you, if you should say that. Uh, this just allows, this is reassuring faith in everything that I believe in and everything that I want to do for this organization. Um, but just to be honest with you, uh, I let people handle that. I need to handle that. There's very little things that, that I care for, but they were important. Uh, and I trust my agent with getting those done. And um, as, as you see, it was all done. And I'm just thankful, as I said, but to have that behind me because that, that's not a reason I play the game. It's not a reason I get up every morning and, and want to go be better and put in the work with my teammates. Uh, that, that's to win, and that's to chase and be the best individual, best quarterback that I can be. And I think everybody should have, have a goal like that, something that you can't put their hands, you can't put your physically, hands physically on. So uh, for me, that's important. Um, uh, I told my girlfriend, I told my brothers and family, if one thing about me looks like it's changing, let me know and remind me of where I'm from because that's just who I am. Okay, Mike, I think I detected a chuckle or two there. I just love when these idiots say that. I don't do this for the money. Yeah, okay. Then you wouldn't take, you would have sat there and demanded $22 million a year for the whole length of the contract. It's more money than you could ever spend in your whole entire life. So give me a break with this. They, would, they could have been like Tom Brady who was taking the minimum amount or whatever it was. He was definitely making small contracts so that he could stay under and they could sign other players for all those years. So give me a break. Of course, it's about the money. Or it's about your ego then. That you have to be the highest paid player. So it's one or the other. So give me a freaking jump ball or whatever. Jeff, I hear you over there. The, the, the cause of the thing. Well, I, I, the, 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 the thing that, that, I, that I was a little surprised about on that, that little line was he only had one girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Um, he's he's got to be the biggest star in Dallas right, right now, now, right? Um, so, no, I, I think the guy is, you know, obviously money is important, but, you know, you, you can't be motivated by the money. I mean, but you do have to separate the two. I, I do believe that he's a guy who plays the game with a lot of passion. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, people, I, I know a lot of people disagree with me, but I, I, think he's, I think he should be paid the money he's getting paid because I know that in the future, these other quarterbacks are going to get more money than him. And they'll leave right, they're going to be watching. They will. They will. Right they will. Yes, yes, they, they will. will. They'll leave all good. Yeah, so it's going to end in a good deal. It's, it's the, the nature, nature of the beast. It happens yeah. every single time. Every oh, yeah. single time. Yeah. You know, in a few years... There's I just don't want to hear that you're not doing it because of the money. No, 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 if you're not doing it because of the money, then you would just accept. I mean, you can't spend $22 million for five years guaranteed or whatever. You could make it worked out if they could have done sure. it. You know sure. Let me tell you something. If I'm looking for the NFL wiping sweat off their balls, I want good money for it. Of course. Right. But it's because of the money. You're not going out there wiping balls. No, I'm not doing it free. No way, buddy. I am not wiping sweat off people's nuts for free. But what is he supposed to say? I mean, what do you got? You stick a microphone in the guy's face all the time. Is he supposed to get up there and go like, I'm damn happy. I'm freaking I ripped them free. I'm good. He's not going to do that. Of course he's going to try to be great. Every person in your life that you know, and you took them all together, unless you know some really rich people, and you added up their life, lifetime salaries together, are not going to earn what this guy is making in one year. So I, I, I teach, and I don't, I don't teach for the money. Exactly. Because he needs need to survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, racketeering. I mean, I'll, I'll do something else for the money. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the money was clearly bad, right? Okay. Next bite. Are you optimistic things will be better this season as far as COVID goes? And this is Jerry Jones talking about that. Of course, Mike, we know that Texas is uh, the free state. Here you go. Home of the free. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. I think I just got rid of it. Oh, let me pull it out. That's all right. Let me whip this thing out. Yes, I am. I'm, you asked if I were optimistic, and the answer is yes. Uh, but I will remind you that uh, uh, we were able to uh, really have fans, uh, but Cowboys, 
and I'm optimistic that we've got great facilities uh, that we can uh, do prudent things, masking, distancing, when, when it calls for it. Uh, I have optimism, you know I don't know, and we all know that I don't know, about what we're going to be with COVID and the impact of vaccines. What I will say this, I will say this, uh, we've gotten real, uh, we've gotten better uh, in the National Football League, and we've gotten better with the Cowboys uh, putting the show on. And putting the show on with safety in mind relative to COVID or, or uh, some, uh, uh, something of that nature. We'll do better. We've got better. Uh, and again, I have a lot of uh, optimism about taking care of COVID victims not just vaccine that keeps them from getting it, but also after they have gotten it. There's a whole world of improvements uh, that, that are there. Uh, our record in the NFL last year on COVID was nothing short of amazing. When you look at our entire population of the NFL, some 5,000 people, and then you look at our fans, we don't have a, we don't have a case that we're familiar with that did what you're supposed to do, and that's say, we got COVID, and we got it while we were at the stadium. We don't have a case. Nobody's got a case like that. So we think our stadium is a good, safe place to be, and we can make it even safer. Having said that, I want to now, uh, as we move forward, I want to show body language. I want to show focus on putting our season now together, and I want our fans to count on us being there for the first games, and I want our preparation, our spring training. I want to see you guys at Oxford. I want you making the, those uh, stories tough. Okay, but the point is, the point is I, I do, I want to see that. I want to do that, and you say, well, because you want to doesn't make it happen. Well, wait a minute here. We, we've got to, we want to get ready and in position to make that happen. I feel very good about saying to you, uh, we're going to play with a full house. Okay, so not only is Texas free of COVID, but AT&T Stadium has not had one single case of COVID-19. Great when you lie. <laughs> not one single case. Not a goddamn one. Not a one. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't believe that. Uh, you know, same old story. You know, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn. There you go, baby. If you want to believe that, uh, not one. I always love Ernest that, that was, where, where the guy caught it on Monday, but on Sunday he was ready to rock and roll. Not Everybody one. else, 14 days. You footballers, fuck! He sounded like he was drunk on that particular day. Yeah. That was my oh God. That was ridiculous. No, he sounded really dead. That was pathetic. Okay, number 16. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Full house. Jerry Jones, uh, we'll have to save some stuff off that comment. All right, uh, number 16 here will be the last sound bite that we have from the Zion Line. This is going to be the last, com- last comment from the, uh, from the, uh, uh, gallery. Yes. All right. Thank you. Last one. Everybody. Number 16, is Zach precautions to avoid injury? That was asked of him, and let's see what he has to say. Yeah, I've got to be smarter. Um, and before the injury, I mean, going back to high school, uh, I was told to be smarter on when I want to demonstrate my physicality or when I want to try to make a point in the game or change the momentum. So uh, that's no difference. I have to be smarter um, with this investment, with my health. Now, um, being jeopardized at a certain point, it makes a whole lot more sense to me about being smarter. And a lot of people have said that uh, back in the day as a young boy, I guess it was very hard to, to understand. So now, I mean, yeah, to play like that, first down, you're going down your slide, right? Uh, but to say that games on the line, it's a first down or we're at the red zone and I'm going there, that, that's who I am. And I don't know if I can ever tone that down. And if I do, then you are changing who I am. Um, but there's certain plays, there's certain times that I'll be a much smarter player inside. Winning, you, uh, winning not to use my physicality during the run, uh, just take care of myself. And uh, the best ability is durability, uh, and I have to be there for my team. Okay, so let me ask you guys. Percentage-wise, I'll ask you first, Mike. What percentage chance do we have this year of Dak Prescott getting re-injured and missing multiple games? 
Uh, what's the highest number I can give you? 100. 100? Yeah. Oh, is that your answer? Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Over under week three. Oh, my goodness. Wow. If he's right about this one, I'm telling you. I'm always right. You guys keep questioning me. Oh. I'm always right. Uh, okay. Listen. Ding dongs, man. Ding dongs. Mike. Mike. Look, yeah. a, look over there. You see the pretty flowers? You see the pretty flowers, Mike? Look at pretty. Blast them. Just ask what's his name. Oh, uh, Robert Griffin III. How we're running Oh, oh, we're going to the, the football team, huh? Yep. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We're going to the football team. The football team sucks. Big time. All right. Thank you, little Johnny. Uh, so here we go. Here's some information. Information of Lyle Collins, Tyron Smith, and Zach Martin. Uh, they're going to restructure their contracts to free up around $17 million in cap space. Now, Tyron's got to play for free. He should. Yes. He should. Yes. This year should be free. Yes, free. Yeah. Totally. Like a tax program. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. Tyron's not going to be. He's not. We need to get a tackle in this draft. Left tackle. Yeah, but the, but the problem, like you know, the the, the, the thing is, um, you know, that that's been their problem, right? Because they always end up going and having to get somebody to be ready to come in behind Tyron. You're obviously not going to get a starting, like a true starting tackle, right? Because that would cost too much to sit in the bench. So you're always going to get basically a stiff. Uh, sitting in waiting to come off the bench, and then when he does get hurt, he went up with a stiff left tackle, and that would be the biggest thing I think that would get to that. So, I uh, think you're right. I think they have to draft the tackle so they don't have to get like some stiff, you know, and, and either have that guy get ready to go if the tyrant gets booted or, or something along those lines. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I would, I would like to see them draft a tackle in this draft if, if they can. Um, okay, Mike, the Cowboys did save some money by signing Dak Prescott to this deal. Um, instead of him capping nearly $38 million under the franchise tag, uh, the, six-year, the six-year deal that would avoid down to four in a way that uh, he counts only $22.2 million on the cap this season. There's a savings, savings of over $9 million just from last year. Yeah, but the cap went down too. Yes, it did. So kind of cancels itself out. Plus, we don't have. Plus, uh, what's his name? Lawrence is making a crap load more money. Cooper's making a crap load more money. So I don't know. Right. But, uh oh. Oh, what is that? It's a werewolf. It's it is. Weird. Oh, there's a baby too. Oh my God. The werewolf. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Let's put it into it. All right. Um. Let's see. What's that? Was that tasteless? It was. Uh, I think you're probably going to get some letters on yeah, that. I get some letters. I just own that old action right there. So it's a $160 million deal. It's up with a $66 million signing bonus. $126 million in guarantees. So most of this money is guaranteed to him. Cowboys could get out after the 2023 season for 26.4 million in dead money. Yeah. Right. So they just pay him another year. Yeah. So it's no matter what, it's a three-year deal. It's a three-year deal. No matter what. Yeah. And I mean, I guess honestly, if uh, if he doesn't work out, we're starting over anyway because we got right. we got we got to really stink. So it and then you got to draft a rookie quarterback or something. So it actually averages out to $32.23 million a year on what they project as a top quarterback pay. And he is a top quarterback. Oh, he isn't. He's a good quarterback. He's not a top quarterback. Michael, how many quarterbacks would you take? We got a week. I'm going to We got to go. This is annoying me. How many quarterbacks would you take over him? Name a team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull him up because this is just insane. I've got five or six. Well, you already told me you would take Stafford. Five or six I, over. 
I would take Watson Mahomes, Brady, Ryan, Josh Allen, Herbert, Rodgers, Ryan Wilson. Ryan. Oh no, no, not Matt. No, not Matt Ryan. No, I agree with Matt Ryan. He outproduced him, and he has, he has, he'll have the same wide receivers. Yes. He still had no bet. He, he, he outproduced him. Has more stats. Has more touchdowns. Has less interceptions, and doesn't get sacked as much. I would probably take five quarterbacks over over him. I think he is a top ten. I don't know about where exactly in that top ten he is. Yeah, he's better than Carr. Oh, yeah. He's better than Goff. Oh, yeah. He's better than Tannehill. He's better than Bridgewater. He's better than Baker Mayfield. He's better um, than me. He's better than Drew Brees currently. Yes. Um, yes. Um, Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Brian Tannehill? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is he better than Kirk Cousins? I think yes, but not by much. I think... Uh, I think Kirk Warner's uh, Cousins is a little, maybe a little. He just plays. No, maybe not. I think he's probably better than Cousins. Cousins kind of gets fickle with his plays sometimes. Cousins had 35 touchdowns last year, 13 interceptions. He threw for 4,265 yards. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. You know, um, he actually outperformed Russell Wilson. Hmm. I must be better than Russell. Yeah, would you take him? Uh, would you take Russell Wilson ahead of Dak? Yes, I think I would. For a short term. Yeah, for short term. No, not long term now, but short term. Yes, and I agree with that. I mean, I mean, again, when this is what the passing age, right? And we have we've had consistently people throwing for five thousand yards. Not that last year anybody did, but normally Dak has never broke. You know, he only broke four thousand once. So. Yeah. It's not as good as you think it is. This is only the third quarterback in owner Jerry Jones' center of, of owner 32 years, which has been inked to at least a second contract. Troy Aikman and Tony Romo were the other two. And each of those, each of those did sign a third contract. Well, Troy Aikman got us uh, three Super Bowls. Before, once he signed that second contract, he was done. Who? He never saw the, he never saw the play of the Super Bowl again. No, Troy Aikman uh, saw uh, two Super Bowls after the first contract. He signed the really? Yes. Was five years in? Oh. No, no, it wasn't the same then. Troy oh, Aikman right. signed his... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're right. Yep. Their contracts were different. But he, yeah, but he was Troy Aikman. Yeah. I need not say more. <laughs> who would you, who would you take... Let's, I'll ask you, you want to do this, and I'm going to give you two choices here and give you a chance to pick either one of them. So, in past quarterbacks, and I'm going to give you the Troy Aikman and Tony Romo, would you take either one of them over Pat Prescott in their mid-career? It's not the same game. It's hard to go against that's, Troy. That's not the question. I know. I'm just – I I would take Romo, I guess. Okay. Romo over Troy Aikman? No, Romo over Dak. Would you take Aikman over Dak? No. No? Then no. Aikman's in the freaking Hall of Fame. Because he won the Super Bowl, not because he was good. What the hell is wrong with you? You just told me that Dak is not that good, and now you just took him over a guy who's in the Hall of freaking Fame. What is... Michael. You can't do Mike. that. But no, 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 no. He's not going to ever be in the Hall of Fame. I would take either. I would take either one of them over. Although, although I think Aikman obviously had to take over Dak. As far as Romo goes, Romo was a choker. I think he was physically more talented, but he was a choker. He made mistakes that Dak doesn't make. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a different time, different era. They got penalties on. I take Aikman in any era, any era. Really? You know, when you look at his numbers, it's not really that good. Because they had Ed Smith in the great offensive line. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know what? When you got Emma Smith, it doesn't matter. If you got yeah, really. why would you throw it all fifty times a game? But here's like, you know, right. you only have to throw it four times. To but here's the thing: Aikman did this in college, even without running games. As a matter of fact, he moved to Miami because where he was in Oklahoma was doing the wishbone, and he said, "Screw the wishbone, I want to throw the ball." That's true. So he went to Miami. He didn't have to even break twenty touchdowns in his career. He didn't need to. <laughs> no, he, he, he did most of the time, I think. 
No, you only did it once. But you had it. You had my God, that answer. But you had him. You only did it in 1992. Every other year, he was under 20. He's over there frantically going, I'm losing the ground, I'm losing the ground, I'm losing the ground. The last three seasons of his career, more interceptions than the best. FootballReference.com. Now compare that to what Roger Stolak did. This conversation. Go to hell. Oh my God! Whenever you guys have forgotten, I don't know. You clearly have forgotten how great a quarterback Troy Aikman. Fortunately, we are at the end of the damn show, and we can just stop talking about Troy Aikman. Oh my! Well, I mean, he's the same guy.